Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit. Each episode is a collection of random, funny content picked from around the web, like Tales from Tech Support, Entitled Parents, Choosing Beggars, Pro Revenge, and more. Today's episode comes to us from r slash I don't work here lady. I'm sorry, I don't work next door. So I work for a martial arts studio. My husband is the instructor and I answer phones, sell contracts, and do the marketing. We're in a nice plaza with a very popular restaurant on one side and a tutoring center on the other. Due to COVID, we leave the doors locked and only allow people in if they have a reservation for the class. Students are only allowed in five minutes before their scheduled class. There's a large sign on the door that states our business name with a large logo. The text on the sign is large enough to be read by the parents attempting to drop off on the curb. It states, no reservation, no mask, no entry. No one will be permitted inside until five minutes before scheduled class. Today, my husband went to the back to check stock on uniforms and get an inventory together for me and left me up front alone to sanitize between classes. I am masked up, spraying the air on all surfaces when someone tugs on the door. A lady and her son I don't recognize were standing on the front sidewalk looking at me expectantly. I figured they wanted information, so I grabbed my keys, walked outside, and greeted them. Me. Hello, welcome to Martial Arts Studio. How can I help you? Lady. We have an appointment for my son to take a placement test. Me. Realizing they want the tutoring center. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Martial Arts Studio. I think you're looking for the place next door. Lady. Their door is locked. Let me in so my son can take his test. We have an appointment. She then tugs on the door to our place. Me. I'm very sorry. Without a reservation to one of our classes, I can't let you or your son in. We're a martial arts studio and not a tutoring center. You want the next door down. Let me show you. I walked to the next door down and knocked on the glass to get the people inside's attention. Lady. Just use your keys and let me in or I'll take my business elsewhere. This is horrible customer service. Me. Again, I don't work for that company. I can't let you in or help you out with that. I knocked again as the tutoring center is quite large. The young girl that works at the front desk came out of the back and smiled at me and opened the door. Lady. It's about time. This woman wouldn't let me in and she has the worst customer service I've ever experienced. I have an appointment. Tutoring girl. Uh, she doesn't work here, but yes, come on in and I'll get you situated. I went back to work and told my husband, who'd wondered where I'd gone. Anticlimactic, I know, but it gave me a chuckle, so I thought I'd share. Yeah, yeah, we have uniforms and signs on the doors and everything says martial arts. Yeah, this is where you bring your kid to take a placement test for school. Or tutoring. I love the way people just can't read, or they don't read, or they refuse. Maybe she needed the tutoring. You know, I used to never think that people were actually that dense, where you explain to them that you really don't work there, and, you know, I thought it was all fake and made up. But I've seen it. I've seen it happen with my own eyes. I've, I've seen it in, in my store, where they think I control the, the retail store next door. Uh, no, this is my store. This is where I control. How can I help you here? If you don't want any of my products or my services, then bye-bye. I don't care if you don't work here. It's still bad customer service. 
I was washing my dog at a local pet store. They have public dog baths there with tons of signs about cost of using them. I was rinsing my dog off when I heard someone ask an employee, Do you guys trim dog nails here? I kept rinsing because I don't work there and assumed they were talking to an employee. I also couldn't see them because the dog bath is somewhat tucked behind some shelves. Excuse me, I heard someone say in an annoying voice. I still didn't look up. I don't work there. From now on, CC will stand for Crazy Customer. That's not actually what they typed, but I can't say that on my channel. A graying man with a pot belly and deep voice. I heard the dog wash gate open, so I glanced over my shoulder. There's multiple baths to use there, and saw someone staring at me with their hands up. CC pulled down their mask and strongly said, Excuse me, do you trim nails here? Me. Oh, I don't think they do, but I don't work here. You'll have to ask someone who does. CC. But I just asked you. Why would I ask someone else? Me. Uh, because I don't work here? CC. If you don't work here, then why are you washing someone's dog? Me. I'm washing my own dog. This is a public dog bath. I pointed at the sign that read, Dog bath, $10 per use. CC. So you don't trim nails here? You just wash dogs? How much would it be if I brought two dogs in? Me. Dude, I don't work here. I just told you that three times. Go ask someone else. CC. I don't care if you don't work here. That's still bad customer service. I already have a short temper with stupid people, but I was getting more than annoyed by CC especially since he kept getting closer and closer in a gated bathing area and my dog was starting to get agitated by him. Me. I don't work here, you idiot. I told you over and over again. F off. My dog started growling, which he only does because of the excitement. He's not aggressive. CC stormed off, slamming the gate and knocking over some dog treats. I could hear him from the other side of the store yelling at the cashier. CC. I want his name now. I want him fired. Cashier. I'm sorry, who are you talking about? CC. The employee at the dog wash. Cashier looks in my direction. I'm the only employee here. That man washing his dog is a customer. Is there something I can do for you? CC. Yes, get your manager on the phone. Cashier. But that man is not an employee. I'm actually the only employee here today. CC. I don't care. Cashier was silent for a few seconds and said, I just told you he doesn't work here. I'm not calling the manager, but I am going to ask you to leave. CC. I'm not leaving until you call your manager. Cashier. If you don't leave, I'm calling the police. CC. F you. I'm writing a review. This is terrible customer service. Then CC stormed out. I've never in my life been confused as an employee anywhere, especially at this pet store. They wear blue shirts. I was wearing a black hoodie. After he was yelling at the cashier, I couldn't tell if he was all there in the head. Either way, I don't work here. Yeah, sounds like Papaw was a little touched. Who knows, maybe he spent a little too much time alone talking to his two dogs, if he even had a second dog. 
So have you guys ever had to deal with anybody like that, confusing you as a, an employee when you're just out shopping or eating or minding your own business somewhere out in public? Excuse me, where do you think you're going? This is an event I remembered after reading someone else's post regarding young teachers. For a bit of background, this event happened six years ago. I was a trainee teacher, fresh out of uni, after just completing my art degree in the UK. I was nearing the end of my PGCE, Postgraduate Certificate in Education, a year-long teaching qualification, specializing in art and design at secondary-slash-high school level. I was 23 but looked a lot younger, and the school I was training at allowed teachers as well as sixth formers, 16- to 18-year-old students, to wear smart business dress. Both staff and sixth formers wore lanyards with school ID cards. Teachers wore black lanyards and students, the color that corresponded to their house. Edit. Think Harry Potter. I had seen the teacher that was involved in this event around school before. I tried to say hello or at least smile at other staff and students, but I remembered this particular teacher wasn't very approachable or friendly. I will say teachers are hardworking and often stressed. I don't hold her cold demeanor against her. As a new teacher, I was just rather intimidated by her. For the sake of this story, let's call her Intimidating Teacher. In parentheses, it says IT. For the sake of this story, Uncle Reddit's going to say IT. I also need to explain that on certain days, at certain times, teachers are required to do duty, which involves standing in a location and ensuring students are in the right place and behaving properly. It was lunchtime. I was walking towards a few teachers who were on duty when I saw IT among them. I probably should have chosen a different name for her. I made eye contact with IT. IT Excuse me, where do you think you're going? Me. Upstairs, it's lunchtime and I don't have a lesson. IT You are not allowed to be in this area. Students are to be in the hall. Me. Holds up lanyard calmly so the black color is visible and continues walking. I'm staff. It. Confused. Oh? At this point, I walked past it and the two other members of staff who were beginning to laugh. I didn't wait to continue the conversation, but hastily continued up the stairs. I was rather confused and embarrassed that a teacher would speak slash shout at another member of staff the way they did. She had mistaken me for a sixth former, but that wasn't an excuse. I made a mental note to never speak to students or staff in that way. Edit 2. Wow, thanks for all the awards and upvotes. After my initial run-in with IT, no one got reported. I just finished my PGCE year, never bumping into her again. To quote the top comment, everyone has a purpose, even if only to serve as a bad example. Yeah, I really kind of don't care if it was a student or a teacher. There's no reason to snap at people that way. You could have asked politely if... They were a student or a teacher or, pardon me, where, where are you heading? You know, in a nice calm demeanor. But when you get snappy with people, even students, they're going to snap back. I used to work at a secondary high school. And, uh, yeah, a lot of teachers and staff would speak to students like total crap. I just don't understand that. Uh, even when I worked at an alternative school, we tried not to speak to students that way. Now, there were times when they pushed our buttons to the point where I would respond that way, but it was only after a few exchanges, and uh, it wasn't right out of the gate. You know, I gave them some respect, and if they earned it, I kept respecting them. If they didn't, well, then we had to get down in the mud a little. 
I caused the situation. I've been reading these a bit obsessively, <laughs> haven't we all? And while I haven't really had one of these moments, I actually caused one many moons ago. This is kind of a long and different I don't work here lady. At the time, I lived in the UK and moved to London after two years elsewhere. I wasn't familiar with the city yet, nor the modes of transportation. The first weekend, one of them invited me out to a nightclub in Angel, north central London. And at 1am, we all headed home. Except, their home was in a different direction from my home. During the day, it wasn't a problem. I could hop on the tube, the subway, because I knew my exit no matter what part of the city. But I had yet to learn how to travel the buses, and particularly the night buses. Once it gets late in London, only certain buses run at night, and there are far fewer buses to catch. We didn't have apps at the time. Smartphones weren't quite a thing yet. I had to call Transport for London's free service that helps you sort out where you're going and how to get there. It told me to get on the XX bus on a particular side of the street, and it would eventually get me close to where I needed to be. It seemed a bit strange because the bus they were telling me to catch was headed north, and I needed to head south and east. But perhaps it ran in a loop, so I boarded the bus. Well, about seven to eight minutes into the journey, I was getting nervous. It kept heading north, but also in a very residential area with nothing else and no one else around. <laughs> Finally, I got off and started heading back south. I walked back two bus stops and there was a man tinkering with the ticket dispenser. I asked him how I could get to the high street, a main road so I could get back to XX. He began explaining the route to get there, but as he looked down the empty, eerie street, he paused. He explained that he would be shortly done fixing the ticket machine and could give me a lift to the high street. So for the second time in my life, I got into a stranger's car. In fairness, he had a TFL sticker on his car, so I was rather confident he probably did work for them and wasn't just waiting for a lost stranger to come along so he could abduct her. I'm not sure why, but he had me get into the back seat of his little two-door car. And like the first time I accepted a ride from a stranger, I had my phone in hand, hidden from view, with 911 ready, finger on the call button the entire time. Please note, if you are living in the UK or plan to go there, the emergency number is 999, not 911. However, there was no handbook that I received upon moving to the country that said as much. Also note, because of the amount of American film and television consumed in the UK, many residents are unaware of the fact that the emergency number is not 911, and should you call, it will redirect you to 999. Well, that's handy. Anyway, I'm generally the friendly sort, and also one of my professors in undergrad told us that she once prevented a rapist in Central Park by telling him her name, about her family, etc., the more an attacker who doesn't know you finds out about you, the more disinclined they can become. So I started chatting with the man. He told me things which I don't know how credible they are, but if they are, were fascinating. By the end of the chat, he simply had driven me right to my flat instead of dropping me off at the bus stop I needed. After all of that, we come to the actual reason for the story. He let me out of the back seat, and as I got out and said goodnight, a bunch of drunk British kids stumbled by, one of whom thought he was a taxi, and tried to get a lift. The gentleman then said, Nah, mate, I'm not a taxi. Got into his car and drove off. Thank you for the lift, wherever you are.
Oh, I get it. At first I thought the OP was going to be confused thinking this was a taxi or something and try to pay them. But actually, in giving this young lady a ride, the nice man was confused as a taxi by passers-by. A little confusing. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.